Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. We're broadcasting the show live from Fox City Stadium with the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers tomorrow from 1 to 3. Timber Rattlers taking on the South Bend Cubs. First pitch at 640 tomorrow evening. It's also Craft Brews and Brats Night. Enjoy $3 Fox River Brewing Company drafts and $3 Shermake Brats during the game. Hey, score squad, it's Icky Woods. Listen to the show with Leo and Bulky at 95-3, 99-1, the score. Live from the Fast Sign Studio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. It's the show with Leo and Balky. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. By some divine miracle, we were paired up. He got that idiot at the copy shop to lie for him. Did you just call me a freak? Do you have anything else? How about a fresca? For God's sake, just give me the damn number! Lighten up, Francis. Call now at 920-281-1570 or 866-653-1570 if you want to join the program. And I'll tell you something else. This is the show, and we're not going to change it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this thing. Here they are. It's Leo and Balky. Hour two of the show with Leo and Balky is brought to you by Fast Signs of Appleton. You can check out all their products at fastsigns.com. And I'd like you to follow them on Facebook and Instagram by searching Fast Signs Appleton. And then you'll be able to see some fine projects that they currently have underway, helping their customers all over the world. They can help you too. Make your statement with the help of Fast Signs Appleton. If you want to check in with us, the Cease Electronics Talk and Tech Studio line now open at 920-281-1570 or 866-653-1570. You can also email the show at the scores email inbox at the score and click on email the studio. I got breaking news, Leo. Oh, we got breaking news. Here's uh, Bulky. Brought, this is brought to you by Northside and Kruger's True Value Hardware. Uh, they are out of the six, thank God. Uh, it is now 8-1. Los Angeles Dodgers on top of the Brewers at the F. Thank you, Bulky. Our two menu brought to you by Tanner's Grill and Bar in Kimberly. Hey, mark your calendars for tomorrow at 5 p.m. because Tanner's is having a party. A Vizzy Orange Cream launch party. They'll also be serving one-pound boneless or traditional wings with fries and four mouth-watering pastas. They're all in special today. But the real treat is that they have poolside and patio seating available on this gorgeous day. Get over there. Happy hour just tipped off. Tanner's Grill Bar, 730 South Railroad Street in Kimberly. As I had mentioned, we'll get to our score poll in just a moment. We'll have football daily. Hey, is Jaden Reed already the number two wideout? We'll talk about that. And then it's a What the Chuck Wednesday with 95.9 KISS FM's Chuck Charles. And, of course, Chuck will bring us... A different slant to sports. Some observations that he makes. I think he has a a Minnesota Timberwolves story today and a couple other stories for us. So you don't want to miss that because Chuck is always up to something. That's why it's a What the Chuck Wednesday. How are the roads out there, my friend? 
Uh, looking at my map right now, no obstacles, no incidents on all major highways between Fond du Lac and Green Bay. That's your Herling Clark Law Firm traffic update. All right, man. Also, uh, stay tuned for Wisconsin Timber Rattler tickets as we give some more of those away. And as Bulky mentioned earlier, him and I will be at the ballpark tomorrow broadcasting live. Do we have any tidbits on who we may be talking no, to? No, we don't. Oh, okay. Well, I will let you know if we ever do. <laughs> okay, looking forward to uh, finding that out. I'm sure we'll find out tomorrow, which is fine. We'll have someone from the Timber Rattlers join us. Well, we'll have to find out tomorrow. Yes, we'll need to know by tomorrow. So let's get to... Tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. There is no tomorrow! <laughs> there is no tomorrow! There is no tomorrow! Hopefully there will be. Well, there's there wasn't for the box. That's why we had dropped that one in there. But uh, we'll be able we'll be able to use that quite often, I'm sure, on this program as our team's uh, seasons come to an end. What's your favorite Rocky movie? Out of the haven't seen all of them. We saw the first three, right? <sighs> or four? Yeah, definitely four. Um, I brought this up on on the show before. Freddie Raz, a listener to the show, my buddy Freddie Raz. Who, who um, um, emails the Appleton Trophy Fantasy Football Show. Yeah, yes, he does. From time to time. Yeah, Freddie. Raz. We had a long, long time disagreement, and I think we still are on opposite sides of this. I'm not going to tell you which side I'm on. You should know, because I think I brought this up on the show before. I think I do. Clubber Lang versus Ivan Drago. Who wins and why? <laughs> Ivan Drago wins. So that uh, I have to play this when you say that. Leo was right. Leo was 100% right. His reasoning, and I've never, I don't, this this does not hold water with me. He said Clubber Lang would win because Clubber Lang was the only guy that Mickey ever said had the eye of the tiger besides Rocky. Mickey said that? or Mickey said that about Clubber Lang. So he said eye of the tiger before Apollo Creed? I thought Apollo Creed. He said, Mickey said, this according to Freddie Raz, that the only two guys that ever had the eye of the tiger, Rocky and Clubber Lang. Yeah, Clubber was. Oh, up, 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 up. You know what my answer is to that? What's that? Mickey never saw Ivan Drago fight. <laughs> he was dead. Yeah. Never saw him. Couldn't couldn't see. Now, like I, there is no doubt that that Clubber Lang was a super intense, super. Um, hardworking, like you, you don't like you want to talk about stick to and and just want desire. That was Clubber Lang, right? Ivan Drago was not human. He was a machine. He clearly mm-hmm. was a machine. Mm-hmm. You can have all the chutzpah and 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 um, fire in your belly you want. Doesn't beat machines. No, which is which is why Drago wins in a fight between him and Clubber Lang. Yeah, Clubber was. Yeah, he was only a champion for a short time. And he kept the hunger while he was champ, too. He was wasting all those other guys. Well, you could say that about Rocky, too. That's a good point, too. Rocky held that Although, tight. didn't it make didn't it make it seem like in, in at the start of three that he was kind of like... Fighting, um, fighting stiffs? I wouldn't say fighting stiffs, but he was kind of like embracing the aura of being Rocky. And oh, then he, yeah. he kind of got away from what got him there. Oh, absolutely. That's why yeah, they had to get this restaurant and doing all this <laughs> other stuff. Yo, Polly, you like snow cone machines? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, I think I'll get Polly a snow cone machine. And then he got him a robot, <laughs> yeah. a, a robot. Was that four or three when he got him the robot? 
That was four. Four, okay. Yeah, the wheels kind of fell off in uh, between. So five five was a train wreck, right? That was the Tommy Morrison yep. street fight. Tommy Gunn. It started out okay, and then it just got stupid. And then then it was, was it just Rocky Balboa? It was Rocky Balboa where he came back uh, and fought, who was the champ? Mason, Mason. the line, Dixon. <laughs> yes. That's decent. There was good parts in that movie. Um, and then the and, well, didn't it start off like like that some si- computer simulation said that Rocky in his prime would beat would beat um would beat Mason Dixon? I think that's what I, it was. And uh, and then in the fight, if I remember, spoiler alert, if I remember, it was an unsanctioned. Uh, yeah, and I don't th- did they declare a winner? I don't. I thought it was like a split decision. I don't think they declared a winner, but Rocky really. Oh, no, here it is. Here. The result is announced as Rocky exits the ring with his family and friends. A win for Dixon by a close split decision. Yeah. Okay. So Dixon does. By the way, Dixon was like 20 years younger than Rocky at that time, right? <laughs> I bet it was more than that in real life. Oh, well, let's find out. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone right now is. He's going to be 70 something. He's in his 70s. I know. He just, I just saw him in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 last night. He. Uh, is uh, turned 77 in July. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Mason the Line Dixon, which was played by Antonio Tarver, is he turns 55 this year, so 22 years. Okay, so a little between over them. 20. Uh, and then I have not, and I'm embarrassed to say this, never seen a Creed movie. Creed, Creed 2, or Creed 3 that just came out in March. Never saw any of them. Heard they're good. I only saw the first one. It was good. It was good. So but, that, but Rocky's not in the latest one. Uh, no, he's not. And I think there's so Creed two, some bitterness uh, between the two camps right now about that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Creed 2, are you talking about in real life or in the movie? In real life. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Creed 2, he fights... Um, Drago's son? Drago's son. Uh, Adonis Creed fights uh, Drago's son. And then in Creed 3... He fights his his old his his best friend from from when he was a Ute. The two Utes go at it in the ring. Donnie Creed and Diamond Dame Anderson. Oh, I thought it would have been Clubber Lang's son. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> you know Clubber Lang is probably still fighting somewhere. <laughs> I pity the fool fights me. <laughs> and then there's rumors that a Rocky Seven is coming out. Oh really? Strictly R- rumors. What one last dance for, for the Rock. Um, who is, uh, so I'm trying to, so who did, they did not want Rocky, they don't want Sylvester Stallone in this? Yeah, I don't know the reasoning behind it. I just know, yeah, they, they did not write him in the movie, or I don't know if they start, maybe started to, and he didn't agree with it. Then they're like, well, heck with you then, you won't be in it. Michael B. Jordan says there is going to be a fourth Creed happening. And he also referenced the Creed verse, so we could see some spinoffs, just what you wanted spinoffs of the creed verse um, I, I always wonder why rocky's son didn't become a fighter uh i don't I, I i think he his son struggled with his with his father's being a boxer don't you think well of course he did yeah so i think that's living probably, in that shadow that's not necessarily living in the shadow just what it did to him as as a father and a son relationship yeah he was never I, around i think i think it, it really at least that that's the way i read into it um, I cannot see anything about another Rocky movie. I've seen uh, a few articles, but you, you uh, should I don't send know. me them because I'm I'm very interested in this. I'm I'm 
I'm on the wiki right now, and I don't see anything. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's an epilogue story. This according, this is from a little over four years ago. Rocky befriends a young fighter who is a foreigner stuck illegally in the United States. Stallone said uh, 2020 is still working on it, but it hasn't been greenlit. 2021, he said, I don't know if the film's going to be greenlit. <laughs> 2022, the studio wants another Rocky film, this according to Stallone, but the negotiations to attain the rights to the character from the producers has stalled development. He said he is writing the script, and if the studio likes his work, then the film will be made. Okay. The last we heard of that was November of 2022. Okay. Well, it's not that far. That's where we're at. Not that far that. back. No, it's not that far back for, for the latest. So, But he's still writing it. This is like a four-year script or five <laughs> years at, at this point, four years, five years, whatever it is. Well, how long did it take him to write the first one? I don't know. That's we, a great we, question. We don't know. There's probably a way to figure that out. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I mean, did he write the first one? Oh, yes. Did he write all of them? Yeah. Well, wow. I don't know if he wrote all of them all alone, but I know he wrote the first one. How about that? So did now Rocky did not win. It won Best Picture, right? But it didn't win any Academy Awards for writing, right? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Interesting. God, I'm learning so much here about the about the original Creed verse called the Rocky verse. Uh, Rocky did write Rocky two. He wrote Rocky three. Rocky four, Leonardo DeKuyper, was written by Rocky Sil- Sylvester Stallone. Okay, and Rocky five, the Abomination, of course, written by Sylvester Stallone. Rocky Balboa, written by Sylvester Stallone. He writes them all, man. He wrote them all. Uh, I, but did I, he write the Creed? No. Um, Ryan Coogler wrote the story and the screenplay for for Creed. Ryan Coogler was. Uh, I believe he wrote um did he also direct? I can't remember if he wrote I I know he wrote Black the Black Panther movies. I don't know if he directed them. Um the screenplay for Creed 2 was Jewel Taylor and Sylvester Stallone. So he wrote the screenplay for Creed 2 or at least co-write co-wrote the screenplay for Creed 2. And then Creed 3, Ryan Coogler, Keenan Coogler and Zach Balin. Keenan Coogler also uh, um did the screenplay Randy from Little Shoe just checked in on the Cease Electronics talk and text line. Let me just do it right now. No one cares. All right, we'll move on to the score poll. (laughs) Okay. Yesterday's score poll, ladies and gentlemen. We really got off track there. (laughs) That was sports related. That was quasi sports related. Pat can't be too mad at us. Yeah, where's Pat today? Pat can't even bother to tell us how much we suck today. (laughs) I don't think we've heard from Pat all week. Pat's like, I I can't even listen to these guys long enough to tell them how how terrible they are at this point. Let's start with some tough love, all right? Ready for this? Here goes. You two suck. Yesterday's score poll. Pat's you... not listening to any third place uh, yeah, exactly. award-winning show. He or she has moved on to the first place. <laughs> how would you feel about an 8-9 and nine NFL season for the Packers in 2023? Is it a huge win? Are you on board? Are you disappointed? Or is it an utter failure? Send it in a tie. 38% each said, I'm on board and disappointed. <laughs> So we're right on the margin there. Okay. Uh, 14% said it'd be an utter failure. 10% said it would be a huge win. Today's score poll, which Packers tight end leads the team in offensive snaps played in 2023? Leo, your choices are Tyler Davis, Josiah DeGuara, Tucker Craft, and Luke Musgrave. Well, we had this discussion a little bit yesterday. 
It's going to be Josiah DeGuara for me. Uh, and you are tied uh, with the majority on 38%. this one. 38%? Close. Uh, 42% say Josiah DeGuara. 42% say Luke Musgrave. 16% say Tucker Craft. And Tyler Davis has not garnered a vote yet. Vote on this poll. Get out there and manipulate the vote. Twitter.com slash thescorewi or thescorewi.com. I want to bring this up, too, because I was talking to Dizzle about how thrilled I was that the Packers drafted Tucker Craft so we could play the there's something about Mary stuff. But we can't find that clip anywhere. Well, here's the thing. He said, you know what you should be playing instead of that. There is a scene in Breaking Bad. Yeah, Tucker! Yeah, I forgot about it. And he's like telling me, I'm like, I don't remember this at all. Then he showed me the clip. Yeah, I, said, oh, I was talking to Alex about this last week. I said, this is genius. We got we got to play that. He just yells Tucker constantly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had enough of, of Tucker and his whole friends, you know? And then he's like, all right. And then Jesse's like, we'll go out. We'll meet. We'll go get, we'll, we'll get Tucker, okay? We'll talk to Tucker about this and figure it out. Tucker! Tucker! Yeah. Um. So we can clean that up and play that. I think that'll be good. You want me to find that and uh, get that? I, I, I will. I hate, I hate to give Alex... Um, I'm thinking chore. he had some time on his hands today because he was sending me clips of uh, some old okay, uh, then, yes. Shane Spark if, stuff. If, so. he's, yes, if he's got the time to do that, I think then things are slowing down. Have him chop that up. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. All right. Uh, happy birthday to Richard Patrick, who was born on this date back in 1968. Uh, he is the only original member of the band Filter, which we are listening to right now. Richard Patrick is 55 years old. He's also a guitarist with Army of Anyone. He worked with Nine Inch Nails for a while as well, and he is 55 years young today. This is Hey Man, Nice Shot, my favorite filter song, and a song that always reminds me of the movie The Cable Guy, a movie Leo has not seen but definitely wants to see. Oh, I, oh, I want to see it, and I want to give away some Wisconsin Timber Rattler tickets right now. Four-pack of tickets, 920-281-1570, if you want to go to a Kraft Brews and Brats Thursday night game. $3 craft beers, $3 Shermake brats. We're always going to be out at the ballpark broadcasting live before the game. Uh, if you want to win those four-pack of tickets right now, give us a call. Leo, what caller should I take? Caller two. Caller number two. Call us right now. What are we talking about next? Well, Football Daily's next. We're going to dive into uh, Jaden Reed. Is he maybe already the number two wideout? We'll talk about it when the show continues. Hey, Score Squad, your friendly neighborhood bulk man here. I uh, wanted to let you know that you can join in the conversation with the score. Jo- uh, call, Don't join. Call or text the Cease Electronic Studio line, 920-281-1570. That's 920-281-1570. All right, Beverly. <laughs> oh, thanks, Alex. Shoulder rub as he uh, exit the Fast Nine Studios. Hey, Buzz's Express lunch this week. Hot beef. I think it's on a pretzel farm. Boy, that looks good. With kettle chips. Only eight bucks. And you get it in ten minutes or less. And all you glam band fans, the glam band's coming back Saturday night. That's May 13th, 7.30 p.m. Hopefully the weather holds out and uh, you can catch them outside on the Bush Light Stage on uh, Buzz's Patio. 
$10 cover charge at the door. Stop out and see Banker and our good friend Hannah. And I think our new uh, our new person in uh, that handles our digital. Is, Leo, you're losing it. Is a uh, worker out there. No, no, she doesn't work there. She Her name's Jada. She hangs out Jesus. there. She's from Freedom. She okay. knows Baker. There's a lot to remember at my <laughs> Apparently, age. Apparently, yes. <laughs> W2116, Carnivore S in Freedom. Leo, you're losing it. Now, I don't pick on you when you're like, oh, 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 oh my thing is, I, I, I can't Google this. Because I'm doing a zillion things yeah, over here you while you're farting around over there. I know. You, you're right. You do it all. Speaking of farting around. I just around. show up. Speaking of farting around. Let's get to Football Daily. Let's do it. Football Daily, get your loan from the place that you own. Community First Credit Union together. We'll find a way. Is Jaden Reed already the number two wideout, in your opinion, Bulky? No, he's not. What about you? <laughs> no. He's not? No. I don't know, man. I, right after I just say he's not. This is why I should ask you first so I could take the opposing view, because oh. that's what we do on this show, ladies and gentlemen. Leo and I have inorganic disagreements just to create radio it's yeah. all about fake radio yeah so we can take third program. base in the wba he, he's That's working a, out well for us he uh he's um a guy that has played both the slot and the outside um at michigan state and he's done pretty darn well at both of them um my concern with with him is well i'll, I'll say this like, the dude dominated at the Senior Bowl. He was awesome down there. My concern is, like, when he was the guy after Kenneth Walker left and he was the big weapon for Michigan State and and you had really good corners on him, treating him as the number one, he sucked. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. His production was way, way down. You're Which, talking about his senior year? I'm t- yeah, exactly. I, don't, I wouldn't say sucked. I'm, I'm ta- not, you're looking at it a whole. I'm talking about when he was going up against NFL draft picks. He sucked. Gotcha. His, it, it, was, it, was not, it was not good. He did not put film, good film on tape, um, which <laughs> that might be redundant. But I think uh, it, it's, number one, it's too early to, to, to deem him the next great second-round wide receiver for the Packers because he has not, you know, we don't know what he's going to be in this offense. We know Romeo Dobbs was, was getting all this great love last year, and he's already got a season under his belt. It's tough for me to say that that Jaden Reed is going to come in and all of a sudden light the world on fire. Great playmaker. He's going to be great on the jet sweeps. He's going to be um, very good. He should be very good in returning punts if he's ever given the chance. Um, I, I think that moving him around the formation and um, using his versatility is is going to be a boon for the Packers. But I'm not willing to say he's the number two receiver yet, although he might be sooner rather than later. Dobbs dealt with that injury last year. It kind of slowed his development. It wouldn't surprise me to see Reed be the number two target as far as receivers go on this offense by midseason. I just think he's there's going to be an adjustment period. He is so good um, at getting in and out of breaks. He's so good with his feet. He has some of the best feet in this, in this class as far as what he's been able to do to get open. He's great when it comes to the the as the scouts call it, the my ball mentality, those 50-50 balls. He plays a lot bigger than he is. Uh, it would not surprise me to see him become the number two receiver over Dobbs, and he gets more of a featured package for him, but I don't think he's going to start out that way in the season, although maybe he will. You Does it know. concern you his relative athletic score was only 6-7-4? Yeah, I mean, that is something that that I would be worried about um, because the, the Packers historically – at least early on in the drafts, focus on... Well, they want it above eight. It, it, usually above nine, too. Like it, So I think that is concerning. But I think um, 
you know, what was Randall Cobb's? By the way, eleven. We're citing uh, <laughs> we're citing Cheesehead TV's. Uh, this was, oh, who was it now? Randall Dan Dalkey, I think. Yeah, Dan Dalkey for Cheesehead TV had this right up. Randall Cobb's was super low. Three eleven. Three eleven. And then you had somebody else was really Jordy bad too. Nelson. It's like seven something. Seven. Four. So you can you can get away with it. And obviously those guys are drafted under the previous regime. Brian Gutekunst, I think, has put more of a premium on the hyper athletic guys than than Ted Thompson ever did. But you can get away with it. I, I think of, of the stuff that concerns me with Reed, relative athletic score is probably not in the top three. We'll see how it plays out. I think he's going to be fine. I just don't expect a lot immediately. I just, like, at, even at the peak of his powers in, in this offense, I don't know what it's going to be. 60 catches, 70 catches? Yeah, I think that's I mean, fair. maybe. I like, I don't. I, he, as long as Watson and Dobbs and all these tight ends are there, I don't think he ever tops 80 catches in a season. I don't think he ever tops 1,000 yards in a season. Um, he just doesn't profile as that alpha, give me the ball when the game's on the line, when you need to move the chains. He doesn't profile as that type of guy. That's Watson. And obviously Musgrave and Kraft are going to um, have a big say in this. Dobbs, Aaron Jones. Um, but I think even if you look three, four years down the road, if this core offense is together, it's probably not going to be Jaden Reed's offense. He's just going to be a player. And doesn't mean he can't be a bad number two receiver. Just don't don't foresee any world-beating years like we saw with Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson and James Jones and Greg Jennings. I don't think that's why they brought him in because, like you said, Watson's going to be the but man. But that'll be the narrative since he was a second-round pick. You know. So was Christian Watson. but and, and I could see him having those great years. I just don't yeah. think it ever happens with Jaden Reed. Probably not. Happy birthday to Ray Dalton, American singer and songwriter. He is uh, singing the hook, the chorus on this 2013 number one hit for Mac Lamore and Ryan Lewis. This is called Can't Hold Us. Happy birthday to Ray Dalton celebrating birthday 32 today. We're stepping up for a quick break. Chuck Charles will join us next. Spread it across the country Labels out here Now they can't tell me nothing We give it to the people Spread it across the country Can we go back? This is the moment Tonight is the night We'll fight till it's over So we put our hands up Like the ceiling can't hold us Like the ceiling can't hold us Can we go I grabbed a sandwich Well, that last time out was presented by the number one Chevy dealer in Wisconsin, Gusman of Kokona. Excellent selection, low prices on top quality used vehicles. That's what you'll find this week at Gusman Chevrolet Buick GMC of Kokona. Just hit up GusmanofKokona.com for all the details. you got to go to Gusman. He's back, baby, every Wednesday. That, that read just sounded so much better with a he- little the pep. music bed. A little pep, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm know. getting used to it. It's not bad. There you go. That voice. Like little Lady Gaga to get the heart pounding. Ooh, the Gaga, 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 Gaga. You hear him on 95.9 KISS FM every single day from uh, 10 to noon. He's Chuck Charles. Hello. He's, he's here for What the Chuck Wednesday. What do you have for us this week? Oh, I'm going to kick things off here. I heard you mention it. Yes, this is going to be a Minnesota Timberwolves story, but not so much the team-centric. I'm going to call it Big Kitty Little Purr. The Minnesota Timberwolves, <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns, better known as Cat, does not like the nicknames he's been given. Number one, Cat are literally his initials, so there's nothing he can do about that. I get it. doesn't sound the most intimidating, but have you ever seen a bobcat? Those things get pretty wild. They're feisty. Yeah. Number two, here's some other nicknames he's been given that I've never heard. Apparently, this is what they call him in the Twin Cities. Uh, Big Purr. Big Purr. And Big Meow. 
That's stupid. <laughs> Those sound like more like mobster names than an NBA nickname. Like, hey, have you guys seen Big Po? Never mind. I'm not going to finish that. But uh, I, I think you know where I was going with that. Uh, number three, if this man wants to change his own nickname, he's going to have to win a championship. And sometimes that doesn't even work because nicknames are earned. You don't give yourself a nickname. That's right. I've heard someone call Giannis the big feta, and that is Th- fantastic. That's, that's us. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. but here's the thing, Chuck. That came from Eddie Doucette, Eddie Doucette former Bucks play-by-play guy, called when we had him on the show. He called him the big feta. I'm and like, I love well, it. We're, we're forever calling Leo, uh, Leo. We're forever calling Giannis Antetokounmpo the big feta. <laughs> See, that person combined Wisconsin's love for cheese and added Giannis's Greek heritage and the Greek part to of the it. Twist. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Eddie is brilliant. So, um, you know, I guess I've been called a lot of things, but none of which I can repeat over the airwaves. So um, not even my nicknames. So, not even saying. when you were assing around. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the nicknames starts with that and ends with, a hole. I got it. <laughs> hey. And, or, and, and a round hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're off the rails already. Let's, give me a hat. Hey. Sliding ain't easy, boys. No, this isn't a segment on how to slide into someone's DMs. This is a story about a reporter, a slide and redemption. Remember last year, L.A. Dodgers reporter David, I can't even say his last name. Yeah, it's, um. spell it out again. It's V-A-S-S-E-G-H. I think it's Viseg. Viseg? I think it is. I could be wrong. He overcame his fear of the beer slide and came back to Milwaukee. If you don't remember, this, oh, this oh, man yeah. came to Milwaukee last year covering the Dodgers and was absolutely as excited as my daughter at Love to Play to go down this big slide. We've seen Bernie do it. Makes it look easy and safe. Uh, however, that person is in a huge outfit and I'm sure it helps with some of the banging around that happens. <laughs> well, David stepped up to the big slide and went down. In fact, he went down it so fast he looked like Clark Griswold from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Bingo. Be- because he came out the bottom hot and absolutely crashed into the wall. I think we have some audio. Should I play the audio here? Yeah. All right, let's see. Okay. So I got it. Holy crap! <laughs> Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap! Oh! oh that's, and that's the moment where he broke his arm. And oh, fractured man. six ribs. He knew it too. Oh, he knew it as soon as he said the first "Holy crap!" <laughs> and then eight more of them came out. Oh goodness! You holy know, crap! And- I get anxiety just seeing that video where he starts, where he starts out. Um, you know, like at the top because it's like almost like a yeah. You can, you can tell how much faster he continues to go because the holy craps get close close together. You know what I'm saying? Like oh. the faster he goes, the more. This was him. This was him being interviewed on the Dodgers um, yeah, broadcast. Yeah. Oh, I, this is a real quick, quick clip. <laughs> Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hi guys. He's like, can we just get it out already? <laughs> yes. He said it myself. He's I know. Got a, that's, that's so great. Hey. Uh, so um, he's he did so he, he he did the return. Yeah, he did the return, um, but he did it on the. Kid slide this right, time. Yeah. So, um, also, did you know that anyone couldn't go down the big slide for a hundred and fifty dollars? Really? Oh, I heard it's one. It's and it's one hundred seventy-five on weekends. Sorry, unless if I'm <laughs> sliding right into a vat of beer and I have to drink my way out like they do on cold brew. Yeah. No thanks. Also, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sliding down to break my ass. I'm That's, not doing that either. I'm not uh, paying. So. Uh, I'm glad he had his redemption, and uh, I would love to do that. But after after hearing that clip again, I forgot about the audio where he just says, "Holy <laughs> Hold on. crap!" I, I think times. I, I think we have we have some. I some... think you should keep that audio for 
for like one of your hot Holy buttons. crap. Yeah. yeah. We have, uh, this is from Fox 6 News in Milwaukee. I think I can play this. This is an interview with David Viseg after okay. he shattered his elbow. So how are you feeling? I'm a little sore. My uh, six crack ribs are the sorest of the whole body, but um, looking forward to getting back to Los Angeles. I got a date with a hand specialist tomorrow, <laughs> thanks to the Dodgers. So this man um, taking it in stride. It could be a lot worse. That Bernie slide is a lot more dangerous than it appears. What did you think of kind of that little pregame thing they did with Bernie? Oh, I thought that was hilarious. It was uh, very he's, he's not only no does he have a, he a kind of, he's got a cast, he's yeah, got a wrap, and he's got a sling. For the slide, but I do my own stunts, so I figured I could be the Bernie stuntman that time. So, so uh, I try yeah. to showboat a little bit too much, try to shack the fool. <laughs> and I go my way, slide one. What do you think, you you think you went wrong? Sliding. <laughs> Where did I, it go well, wrong? number one, when I was coming around the last stretch, it was going down a lot faster than the first time I went down. So that took me off guard. Oh, did have a pre-run. Like I okay. said, how does it go faster uh, the second to, time? Trying uh, to be too much of a stuntman and exaggerate his pants the fall. Rotter, I guess they turned know. out yeah, to be a smooth. real fall. And so after all of this, you know what happened? <laughs> Would you ever you know, do it again? Today, Why? Yes, next year. Yes, attention. absolutely. You're going back to LA. I will shack the fool this time. As like your image of Milwaukee after this. I love Milwaukee. All right. Thank you. David Viseg, uh, everyone. Um, yes. So he went down the kid, the kid one this time. Now, Chuck, I did not see the video. Is he fully, does, does he have the cast off? It's like he's oh, yeah. fully healed and, actually, and everything. And actually the Dodgers um, tweeted one out, like a 30 second video where he's like walking through the atrium in, uh, at the, the American Family Field, right, and he's yep. like, he's like, I'm back, and then he like does the like little kid slide, and he goes, holy crap, once. <laughs> <laughs> so he's poking fun at himself, but he's got like that real uh, fake intimidating walk in the video. You should you should check it out. Yeah, oh, uh, well, we will. Right I've now. I've yeah. got uh, one more thing. It's just the grand ripoff right here. Oh, I found it. Hold on. Do we, <laughs> okay. Do we want to do we want to do it now? Since I, uh, it's 25 seconds. The the one that Chuck's talking about. I'll play it right real right. quick. I'm heading out to center field for redemption. <laughs> I've gone through a lot of mental and emotional trauma. <laughs> oh, every Rehabilitation. time. Hi guys, I do my own stunts, and I'm heading back out to center field. Sliding a easy. <laughs> here. I love this man. All right, we're back. Which is so dumb. <laughs> yeah, like it, it makes it seem it's like so... it is. It is. It's like it, that he actually did the real. The, one. the end is so anticlimactic, but the build up to it is pretty great. Right. I just, I love it. It's like they ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, they, they ran out of time when <laughs> like, they. Were... Oh, we gotta get this done. All right, the grand ripoff. Are you guys curious about this one? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> did you know that the Miami Grand Prix was this past Sunday? I did. Yes. All this right. is F one, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a lot of glitz and glamour between Saturday and Sunday in the racing world. Horses, horsepower, and big hats. <laughs> However, the menu prices went viral this week. For for the Derby or no, for the Mi Grand Prix? For the Miami Grand okay, Prix, and right. it is gross. It's pricey? Right. Is it pricey? Now, mind you, these are all serve for people, and I'm doing air quotes because I could look at a serving size on the bag of chips and go, yeah, for a baby, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, $500 for, I don't even know what this means, you five chilled prawns. I well, that, okay, so I know I, what prawns. I are, know what prawns are. That must be like some sort of. Is, yeah. Are they chilled in like a nitrogen? Uh, yeah, I'm not paying 125 dollars for what's probably one prawn. Carne asada nachos for 275 dollars. My God. Unless those nachos come in one of those big hats we talked about last week, Miami can kick rocks. 
Water was 25 bucks a pop, and the, unless if it's from the Fountain of Youth, no thanks. And Jack Daniels Sinatra Select for thirteen hundred dollars a My bottle. God. Now. My God! I'm assuming that's for a full bottle, and it sends you into an alternate universe where Berenstein Bears is still spelled with an E instead of an I, and the the Fruit of a Loom logo has a cornucopia surrounding the fruit. Uh, people from Europe saw these prices and said this is a criminal offense because <laughs> I mean honestly in Europe this would be because the markups was over a thousand percent on everything. Could you imagine spilling any of your food or beverage while there? I would drive one of those F1 vehicles right into the ocean screaming as loud as the engine the whole time because I just spilled $275 nachos. Yeah. Carne asada nachos. Yeah, a carne asada nachos. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. All right, so I'm looking at this U5 chilled prawn. It's not the chilling, it's the size. U5 is a size of prawn. It's um they're very large, very rare, and very expensive, according to the Fish Society. Co. Okay, so that's well, what we're looking I, at. I, are they worth five hundred dollars? No. Are you surprised that the lobster rolls were only four hundred fifty bucks? To me, that's a steal when you consider that a watermelon and tomatillo salad is two hundred and fifty dollars. Bulky, they have a twelve thousand dollar bottle of tequila on there that I think you could purchase for one hundred twenty nine dollars at like <laughs> a, a, a store. I mean, I'm not kidding you. This is. This is just gross. Why? <laughs> I thought the dirty right, so let, let me bad. throw this at you. Here's another bargain on the menu. Oh, ooh, okay. So Florida stone crab cake is 450 bucks. However, the F1 platter. Ooh. Is a1 that like a, a combo? A1A sliders, secret sauce, ribeye quesadilla, chipotle sauce, crispy chicken t- tenders, and honey mustard. That's only $500. Oh, when you consider it value. with the crab cake for 450 You know, uh, th- you put secret on a menu. And then all of a sudden you can jack up the price because no one knows what's in it, apparently. Their secret sauce is probably just like Thousand Island dressing. It's like Big Mac sauce is probably all it is. Could you imagine that? I I cannot. I got one here off this menu chart. Okay. A fruit refresher. Mm, Yeah, a little spritz. Pink pineapple. Uh Uh-huh. Watermelon. Mm -hmm. Stone fruit. Oh, stone fruit. I don't even know what that is. Something called Rambatau. I've never heard of that. Assuming it's some We're kind getting of- more exotic. I can see why it's so pricey. Kiwi and coconut granita. This is literally a plate of fruit. Yes. For the low, low price of $295. Oh, oh gosh. I would just be so refreshed <laughs> and feeling light and ready to watch some this, races in the this, this, Miami heat. This guy, Peter McCormick, um, I don't know who he is, but he took a picture of his $42 Wagyu steak sandwich. Oh, and no. it said, Fire Festival Vibes. Oh, it's, it's such a horrible, yep. like horrible steak sandwich. Is it just awful, sloppily put together? No, it's it's. There's like nothing to it. I mean, it's like two. It looks like a like a baguette, um, a skinny baguette at that. And then they they have some sort of I don't know if that's like an au jus or something on there. Um, the 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 meat is not. I mean, there's not much meat to it for forty two bucks. Yeah, My they God. just they jacked up the prices and. Yeah, I don't even know. John Schaff on Twitter. At Elon Musk, for your next venture, you need to solve these prices. Even you can't afford this at Miami F1. <laughs> Jonathan Schaff. Yo, I thought this was a different currency at first. I thought it was pesos. I thought, I thought now it's a caviar. It was 400 pesos. Not, no, no. not $400. That's a good caviar. <laughs> I've never had caviar because I don't know. Nor have I. Is it fish eggs? Yeah, I've had it. It's, it's, it's not bad. Isn't it's it not bad. salty? Yes, very salty. Yeah, I'm salty enough. I don't need, I don't need more. <laughs> you <laughs> are salty. <laughs> to learn more, listen to Chuck Charles, 95.9 KISS FM, uh, weekdays 10 to 12, at WhatTheChuck99 on Twitter. What's the schedule looking like? 
this weekend? Uh, hitting uh, New London on Sunday for Mother's Day. Going to do a show at their New London Fest. And then I've got one next Thursday, but we can talk about that next week. Oh, yeah. That's, now, here's the thing. Um, we do not have any problems getting Chuck on at his normal time on Wednesday, right, Leo? Because I know we're wedging an, an awful lot on uh, the next Wednesday show. I think it's nor- like Chuck comes on as normal, right? I don't. Oh no, he so can't have to come on earlier. Richard. Richard yeah, Chuck, what on. are you available next Wednesday? Anytime you need me, as long as I can get on. All right. What about? Could we do a What the Chuck Monday, Leo? Possibly. I like I, to I call th- that Mother Chuck. We do Monday. have uh, just the uh, ex golf guest I, coming I, on. I on Monday. know. What about That's Chuck? Fair. What right. about? Could you do? Could you do two? What's easier, one thirty-five or two thirty-five on Monday? Oh, we got Kaminos coming on on. No, Kaminos is Friday. I'll <laughs> this tell you is what. Great. This All is right. great listening. We'll talk so, about this. Yeah. Let's, we'll figure out. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> get you. We'll get you on on Monday All for right. sure. Thank Bye. you, Chuck. Plan on Monday. Happy anniversary, kind of, to Tommy Lee and Heather Locklear, who are married on this day, back in. Um, let's see, what was it? Nineteen eighty-six. Oh, Tommy wore a white leather tuxedo. We're listening to a little girls, girls, girls. Step out. Girls, 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 girls. All right, we, we got to get Leo, up. Mrs. Garrett, and I will be back right after this. Wow, what a show. Going out with a little U2 today. Happy birthday to the incomparable Bono. Big one. Save the big one for last. Bono is celebrating his birthday today. Uh, 63, Irish singer-songwriter Paul Hewson is his real name. We're listening to one of the best U2 songs of all time, I believe. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Sold over 170 million records worldwide have U2 and 22 Grammy Awards to their credit. Thanks to Mike Leone, Alex Hayden, Matt Carroll, and Chuck Charles. It's coming up tomorrow, folks. Uh, we are live at Fox City Stadium, Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium, ahead of the Timber Rattlers and South Bend Cubs, Craft Beer and Brats Night, $3 each. Uh, for those products, and we are having Tailgate Talk, Richard Nemeth, live, along with Craft Beer or Indie Band that we'll be playing with you, Score Squad. Drew and KB are coming your way next here on The Score. Have a great rest of your day, Fox Cities, and we'll chat with you tomorrow. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.